Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're gonna wanna stick around. Because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm gonna give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. So welcome back to the Second Successful Podcast and welcome back to day two of the podcast Like a Boss Challenge. Today's a really good one. We're going to get into a little bit of a pep talk. And then we're going to talk about launching, consistency, imposter syndrome, comparisonitis, all of those things. And then just like every week, we will have a Q&A section where any questions you have about podcasting, be it tech, be it about your niche, be it about your launch, be it about anything, I will answer those until every single question is answered. So I have a lot of time squared away for everyone here. So let's get into it. The first thing that came to mind, like I mentioned yesterday, is I don't pre-prepare the topics of this, like a lot of different challenges where it's the same thing every week or every single day, every single challenge, doesn't matter if you joined two years ago, I prepare prior to, which might be a flaw of mine, but I also want to do this for everyone who's here and everyone who's showing up and the, the type of people that show up are different. So I love getting to know every single one of you. And I think I know most of you. I think there's a couple of faces right now that I don't recognize. So I'll get you, I'll get to know you at the end of the QA. But what I wanted to say today, what was really on my heart when I was up in the middle of the night yesterday thinking about today's topic is you have what it takes to be a successful podcaster. You have what it takes to be one of the top podcasters out there. And who are you not to do this? There is someone wanting to hear your podcast. And if you go into this to try it out, to see if you can do it, to give it a shot, and you don't go into it full-fledged, I'm going to podcast every single week, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to give back to my community, and I'm super passionate about this topic, then you're going to be one of the statistics that eight podcasts in, it's done. Because that happens, that is one of the biggest statistics, is that everyone who starts a pod, not everyone, 80 to 90% of people who start a podcast end at podcast number eight. And I see it over and over. Unfortunately, I've even seen it from people who join our group because they're in in it to, you know, benefit their business, which is great and all, but it shouldn't be the main reason for podcasting. If you're here, if you're showing up and you have this like fire in you that you, your voice, you, your voice wants to be heard. You want to get your voice out there. You have something to share with the world, which I know every single one of you has. You were put here for a reason and you have something special that other people need to hear. And podcasting is the best way to share that for many reasons. But the main one is because it is such an intimate platform. When you go on TikTok or when you go on Reels or when you go on even in a blog, nobody is sitting there with you for half an hour or an hour, literally just listening to you in your ears. If you're watching a YouTube video, typically it's on a screen and you're multitasking. You can't just walk around and do your laundry mindlessly listening to a YouTube video, right? Because you have to watch it. But podcasting is is a platform where you get to actually be with them on their day-to-day tasks. They want to binge your episodes. They don't watch day one to day 100 in a row like, like a Netflix series. 
They want to listen. They listen, they listen to the same podcast episode over and over sometimes. Or episodes that I recorded two years ago are some of the best episodes, some of the most listened to episodes. It is the most evergreen type of content you can ever create. And it is the most intimate content you can ever create for your for your audience. What it isn't is fast. You're going to rise to the top. You're going to make a ton of money right away. And I'm I'm always going to be real with you. You're not going to become a millionaire tomorrow because you started a podcast. And you probably won't have the most successful business tomorrow because you started a podcast. They really go hand in hand and it's a long game. And to go back to the beginning of this whole kind of pep talk is, I, I heard this a few days ago, that spark within you, that thought of this podcast, that's already a projection of what the future can be. That's already a projection of what it will be if you give it your all. It is possible. You literally have every single tool available to you. You found this five-day challenge and my, my program after literally takes you single step by single step through every tech challenge, through every upload, through every Apple high freaking thing that Apple does to everyone and <laughs> makes it a challenge to get on Apple. Like we walk you through hand in hand and it's not just a recorded course or it's not just showing up live to answer questions. It's teaching you step by step. So with that, with Google, with everything else on the internet, you have everything it takes to start a podcast. So now it's the belief in yourself, which is a really hard one, right? And, and I'm not going to lie, like imposter syndrome still hits me a lot of the times where it's like, who am I to be talking to all the chronically ill people who want to be successful? Who am I to be helping multimillionaires with their marketing? Who am I to be podcasting every week and sharing my story? But who am I not to? Because the messages I get in my DMs on a day-to-day basis on, oh my God, that story got me out of bed. Or wow, like I resonate with you so much. I know I can do it too. Or like you started a business a year ago and you're at this number, like I can do that too. And if I listened to the imposter syndrome and if I listened back to my first few episodes with the shaky voice and and not knowing what I was talking about, I probably wouldn't continue either. But it's knowing my why and it's knowing that I was made to do this. I was made to share my story. And so were all of you. You were made to be heard or the thought of a podcast wouldn't be in your brain. That would be a cruel joke of like, I want to start a podcast, but you're going to fail at it. Universe doesn't do that or whatever you believe doesn't do that. You're going to be successful at it if you decide to give it your all. So I don't want any of you, if you're going to podcast, I don't want any of you to try it. I want you to freaking do it. You are a podcaster. If you decide to press launch, then don't give it a half-assed attempt, please. I don't want you to be more statistics. I see them everywhere. Let's let's prepare together. Let's ask me all the questions. I have everything, like all the knowledge I can possibly give you is here on a plate. So let's ask the questions and let's be successful at this because podcasting is the top growing platform right now on top of everything else. It's the place where you can get the most exposure. It's the place where you can get a seat at the table for your business. What TikTok doesn't do, what Instagram doesn't do, what YouTube doesn't do is allow you a platform to share with others that know more than you. It doesn't allow you to bring people that are the top of your industry onto your platform. And we all want PR. Carlos, Kimberly, and I were in a a challenge last week, a PR challenge with Christina, who she's phenomenal, about getting PR, about getting on um, newscasts, on getting on podcasts, on getting into newspapers, all of those good things. We all need it for our business. But the cool thing is you become media. People start pitching you in your industry, which means 
they might become your clients. You know how many people that I've interviewed then become clients? 70% because they learn who I am. They get to know my personality. They know how real I am. And then at the end of the podcast, we talk about my business. So there's so many different nuances in how a podcast can get you a seat at the table in your industry that you probably never even thought about before. And the more niche you are in your industry, the better. There was someone in the PR challenge. I forget his name. It was the other gentleman. Um, he was super, super niched. He did like some kind of technology for fences and he created this for like a specific industry. That would be the greatest podcast to create because I guarantee there's no other podcast like that out there. And if he starts promoting that, people are going to want to listen in that industry. My husband's out there doing landscaping right now. And he, what he watches all day for his landscaping business is landscaping YouTube. Guaranteed he'd be listening to it in the car if he could. And that's like all of our industries, right? All of our industries get niched at some point. Someone was just asking in the podcast group, is it too niche to podcast about generational trauma for Asians? No, that's phenomenal. Niche down more if you want to. Like you can't niche too much. You can niche too, too big. So I would suggest not niching for all women because that's 50% of the population. And that's going to be very hard to get your voice heard in a in a you know world full of megaphones of people trying to podcast right now. So the more you can niche, even just at the beginning, even if that makes you feel like, you know, I know the scary feeling, like, what am I going to cut off the rest of my audience? You're not because once you start growing, people are going to share and more people are going to hear. So number one is don't try, freaking do it. Put it in today, write it on a piece of paper. I'm going to do it by X, Y, and Z date, whatever date that is for you. And we'll talk a little bit more about launching and when I suggest all of that later on today. But write it down, put it on a sticky note somewhere where you see it. And after today, I don't grant you access to just try anymore. <laughs> I'm not allowing you to just give it a shot because it's not going to work. Give it your all, make this thing happen, commit to at least 20 episodes minimum, commit to at least a year. And watch what happens in your business. Because we'll talk about this a little bit more today too, but there will be points where you want to quit and maybe where you will take breaks. There will be. It, it's going to happen. Guaranteed. That's the thing about podcasting is sitting down for an hour or a half an hour every single week is freaking hard. So having kind of these pep talks and knowing how it can help you in your business when you're not getting directly paid for your podcast is kind of why I want to get that through. Does that make sense? So the number one thing about podcasting, the number one thing that's going to separate you from being, oh man, I didn't make myself pinned. <laughs> Let me pin myself for the recording. So the number one thing about podcasting that's going to make you not be a statistic and that's going to actually make you get past the eight is staying consistent and staying consistent in a way that actually works for you. Is consistency is key for any algorithm, for Instagram, for TikTok, for LinkedIn, whatever it is. If you're consistent, you're going to get eight times faster than any other business owner because that's what we all of us entrepreneurs struggle with is consistency when it comes to marketing, unless we have a marketing agency doing it for us. I am a marketing agency and I struggle with consistency in marketing, right? Like it is, it's something that's, it, it feels like a sidebar for a lot of us, especially small businesses, entrepreneurs, going out there and talking about ourselves, going out there and posting our, our clips from our podcast and posting information in our stories and posting on our LinkedIn and writing blogs and writing X, Y, and Z is a lot of work 
And it can fall to the wayside when you're doing what you're great at. It's why companies like mine exist, but also not everyone can afford that at the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey, right? So finding a way that consistency works for you is key. What that means is, can you post on Instagram three days a week? Maybe. Can you show up in your stories every day? Maybe. Can you write one blog every week? Maybe. Can you take a, can you video yourself doing your podcast and send that off to someone on Upwork to create into a reel? Whatever that is for you, figure out what doesn't feel like, oh my God, doesn't feel like this weight of the shoulders, right? Because already sitting down at this microphone once a week is going to be hard. And I I recommend at least once a week because any less than that, you're not going to get heard or found because people want to binge you as a podcast listener. I want to listen on a Monday or a Wednesday or Friday. I want to know when your episode comes out. And on Wednesday, when I drive my daughter to work, I know your episode's coming. And if it doesn't come that Wednesday, I'm going to find a different different podcast to listen to and I'll forget about yours. So once a week really is minimum. If you can do more than that, great. But I don't suggest that for a beginner podcaster either because biting off too much we can chew. So we're going to record once a week if we want a podcast, okay? At least once a week. And then what? For me, I tried all of the things. I tried creating reels. I tried creating wave content. I tried posting my stories. I tried Instagram. I tried getting my team to do it. And all of it felt like a chore. And it made me feel like I have to podcast this week. And that's not why I started my podcast. Two years ago, that is not why I started my podcast and why I'm passionate about it. And I know what that is for me, right? And every single one of you knows what that is. And if you don't, write about it. Why are you starting this podcast behind the the seat at the table, behind the benefit to your business? What do you want to get out to your audience? What is their experience? What are they going to get from it? And that's the way that you should be thinking about it all the time. Then one day I turned on my camera. Like I have a Canon camera and I turned it on and I sent it to uh, my editor in the Ukraine and she made it into a YouTube video. And that sparked everything for me. It got me so excited. So she she makes it into a YouTube video and then she pulls, I think, three or four clips, which my team makes into reels. So yes, I'm investing a lot into it. I also have an editor and someone who's doing show notes, etc. But it wasn't like that in the beginning. It can be as simple as turning on your microphone opening up QuickTime Player or whatever voice recording app there is in your computer. It can even be Zoom because right now this is becoming a podcast. So this is happening through Zoom. Opening up a voice recorder, recording it and recording it on your laptop if you want to or on another camera or on a good phone like an iPhone. And then taking a small piece of that, editing it, the video on CapCut and throwing that up somewhere. CapCut is a, a video editing on phones. Or it could be as simple as recording on your microphone and then using something like Wave, W-A-V-V-E, to create audio content, audio wave content, where it, it takes a clip of your podcast and then it, it has the captions there. And then it you know you can post that somewhere. But what I don't want you to do is to start this podcast and to think, I'm going to start this podcast and they're going to come. You build it, they come, right? We, if we're entrepreneurs, we all know that doesn't happen. <laughs> of the time you build it and you have to tell people before they come. Unless you get really, really lucky and go viral somewhere or you have a really great network, you need to tell people. And a lot of the times I hear, I don't want to talk too much and I don't want to bore people. But how many do we think about like if Coke or Pepsi gets imposter syndrome or feels bad about marketing to us? Or what about iPhone or Apple? Do they feel bad about being everywhere? No. Anything we like any, uh, what about on Instagram or Facebook ads? How many of us see the same person every single day or at least often? They don't feel bad. 
because they're getting their voice out to you and they're helping you. They have something they want to give you. Maybe Coke and Pepsi isn't helping us per se, but they they have a product they want to give us. So if we don't know about it, then how are we going to be able to enjoy it? And so instead of thinking about this is my podcast and I'm going to title it this and I'm going to talk to these people, why don't we reverse engineer it and think, This is my audience and this is the experience they're going to get. They're going to feel like this on this episode. On this episode, I'm going to give them this information. They're going to hear about me here and here and here. This is where my audience hangs out. So maybe I can collaborate with that person. Maybe your audience, you know, goes to trade shows. Maybe your audience um, goes to some type of event that you can sponsor. Maybe your audience, somehow you can find them door to door. Maybe there's a networking event in your area. Maybe they live on a specific Facebook group. Maybe they follow a few different influencers on Instagram. And then you can go and look, what is their experience over there? And how can you get in front of them? Because launching is very important. Like I said, you build it, they're probably not going to come. And again, that's why a lot of people quit at eight episodes, because at eight episodes, you have a lot of analytics. You have two months of analytics and seeing that five, 10 people are listening every week and you're spending four hours a week at least to edit and create and build and nobody's listening feels so defeating. And I've heard it from so many different clients. It's like, I built it and no one's listening. But did you post to Instagram? at all in the last three months? Did you tell anyone? Is there a link anywhere? How is like you just want people to search in Spotify? Because unless you're like Gary Vee or whatever the other big podcasters are, people aren't probably searching your name in, in Spotify unless you tell them to. And even then, if your name isn't connected to your podcast, which a lot of ours isn't, they're not going to find you. So preparing for a launch is super key. And I'm going to give you as much information as I possibly can about launching. Obviously, we get into it a little bit more in Ready, Set, Record. But there's so many different ways that you can launch. And again, it's similar to the consistency aspect where you have to find what feels best for you. And this is kind of the way that I teach all the time is I can't give you an outline that says, okay, I mean, I could, but you'll get overwhelmed where I say, okay, record your podcast, then video your podcast on a camera and then post three reels to Instagram and post three TikToks and then write a blog and then write a newsletter and blah, 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 blah. And that's how you're going to be successful. Okay. Yeah. Is anyone going to do that? Because I sure ain't. (laughs) Unless we have a team of 20 people, that's, I already have a team of three on my podcast and I'm not doing that. So Whatever works best for you for being consistent in marketing is going to be the same to be consistent in your launch. So I can say, have an in-person launch, have a virtual launch, set up newsletters, set up blogs, make sure you post for at least three months. And it it might just fall on deaf ears because that's overwhelming. So what I'm going to do is tell you different ways that you can launch And you take what you need from that and feel free to ask any questions in the Q&A section on like how that can look for you or if you have any other ideas. I'm also a big proponent of thinking outside of the box because you only know you and you only know your audience. So for me, being sick and successful, one of the things when I launched in 2019 prior to the pandemic was I knew that people who wanted to listen to my podcast like supporting, uh, not donations, but charities. Because when you're sick and successful, a lot of the times there's some kind of charity that's important to you. And Crohn's Disease and Crohn's Foundation was important to me. So I did an in-person launch 
And I had, I think there was about 60 people. I bought like cake from Costco and a few things and set up chairs. I had an event place that gave us their room for a discounted rate. It was like $200 or something. And overall, I think I spent maybe three or $400 for this event. There was 60 people. I spoke, my co-host at the time spoke, and I believe we raised like $400 or something like that for the Crohn's Foundation. And then we also printed from Vistaprint for like 20 bucks, little postcards that talked about our podcast, where they could find us and some more information. And then also we printed a literal piece of paper on the seats of every single person that said, what does being successful mean to you? And then from that piece of paper, we had 60 pieces of content we could talk about at the end of an episode or whatever. You know, we could see what does success mean to people and we can mingle and we got to talk to different people with chronic illnesses and see what they wanted to hear and really have that in-person connection. So that's one thing you can do. You can have an in-person launch. So especially if you're industry specific, if your business is industry specific, maybe there is like a chamber of commerce in your city. Maybe there is some kind of women's networking event, men's networking event, something like that, that you can sponsor, that you can be a part of, and then launch your launch. So having an in-person launch, even if it's just with your family and friends and that gets you hyped and makes it feel real for you, I, I highly suggest and it's really fun. A similar thing, but virtual. So you can have a virtual launch where maybe you make it into a a virtual kind of VIP day or a virtual speaking event where you invite other people from your industry to speak or you invite other people that your audience can listen to speak and you record it. And that can be one of your podcast episodes. So two and two, but, but where you have, maybe it's like giving back to your audience and having some cool people and you get to share your story and this big launch event and maybe some kind of giveaway, something to bring people to, to the party. If it's on Zoom or you can also have it on Facebook. And then you can also have kind of like a soft launch where you create content. So number one, we'll talk a little bit more about batching and making sure you're ready for your launch. Please don't just launch, like you start your podcast tomorrow and launch next week. It's not going to work out well for you. So pre-plan, pre-prepare, have at least six podcasts ready to go before you even consider launching. I would suggest more though. And then take clips of that and post it all over social media, almost like dripping it. So we're going to have homework today that's going to kind of get you started on that. But doing that in a sense that you have, you know, a, a little clip here or a little audio here or a video of your interview guests and what they can get from that episode. So again, thinking back to why does your audience want to listen? So for me, maybe it's the top five things that no one's told you about Instagram, or this is how you can make an Instagram, 20 Instagram reels in 10 minutes or something like that. Like what's going to get people to actually listen and why are they going to want to listen? So some market research you can do is go into Facebook groups, go where your audience lives and see what questions they're asking. And you can take those questions and make them the titles of your podcast episodes. But preparing your launch content is very key. So my suggestion, and this is where I could give you a suggestion, is preparing at least three months out, two months out before you start your podcast. So let's just say you decided to join Ready, Set, Record or you win the scholarship. We start October 15th, I believe. And six weeks after that, you're ready to launch. You have your podcast up on streaming platforms. I would suggest unless you were really, really quick and were able to record 10 episodes, six to 10 episodes in those six weeks, which we've had people do, I would suggest your launch then being a few weeks out or even in the new year if you wanted to do a New Year's party. And that's what you could do too. You can have like a super fun New Year's party. 
But I want to urge everyone to actually tell people in their lives, everyone you talk to, that I have a podcast coming. I have a podcast coming. If you wrote a top-selling book, you would share it with everyone you know, right? So do the same with your podcast because it's that much work, if not more. Another thing I want to talk to you about with the launching is SEO, which means search engine optimization. And this is something that can get lost in podcasting. And it, it kind of has, it, it plays into what I was talking about, um, making sure that you are creating content that your audience actually wants to hear and creating content that is going to help your audience and having your audience be number one in your mind, everything that you're creating. This is going to help you with your search engine optimization. So search engine optimization just means means just that, search engine optimization, meaning when someone goes into Apple looking for something or Spotify looking for a specific type of podcast, they're going to find you. So for me, one of the main things is making sure that Crohn's, that different chronic illness names are in my show notes when there are interviewees, because if someone has Crohn's or someone has, well, I I can't think of any other ones recently because it's the top of my head, but if someone's searching that, my podcast should come up with one of those episode titles. So if you're industry specific and the more niche you are, the more keywords that you can put in your show notes, it's going to help you be found by more people other than your marketing efforts. Another thing that really helps is having timestamps. So this one's tough to do if you're editing on your own and if you're doing it by yourself because it it already takes a lot of time. But when you're editing, if you're editing in Audacity, something you can do is when you're editing and taking out any mistakes, et cetera, you can cut up your content. And in Audacity specifically or wherever you're editing, or even if you have an editor, they can do this for you. You can name each section, whatever that topic was. Because typically one podcast episode, for example, the top five tips to creating a podcast you can do, you can say like 005 is tip one, zero tip one, which is X, Y, and Z. Tip two is X, Y, and Z. And then in the show notes, those keywords are going to help people find your podcast. So the more information you can put in your show notes, the better, even though, of course, that's going to take you a lot of time. So this is somewhere where you can you can help yourself repurpose content. So if you are someone who really loves writing blogs, you can take those blogs and turn them into podcast episodes, shorten the blog a little bit and make that into your show notes. Or you can do it vice versa, where you record a podcast episode, write out kind of what you spoke about, and then create that into a blog and or a newsletter and or Instagram content. So it can all kind of piggyback off of each other once you get comfortable with one. I want to know with one word, how does everyone feel about their podcast right now? And if you're listening on the podcast yourself, let me know in your head. Scream it out loud. All right, let me just make sure I am on point and then we can get to giving away home or giving away the giveaway from yesterday and then this week's homework. Um, the last thing that I want to kind of talk about is what are you going to do when the going gets tough? What are you going to do when you want to quit? What's something you can do to kind of get a breather, to take a step back? Because I guarantee you, you're going to want to quit multiple times. And it's going to happen over and over and over as a podcaster, even when you are the most the most successful. Uh, some of the answers are go to my support system, phone a friend. Yeah, you guys can even DM me. According to my history, I will quit, LOL, Mary. <laughs> well, Mary, next time message me. And, and that's the thing. That's what you can do th- different this time is think about that. Think about what made you start. Like Carlos just said, remember why you started. Danella said, call my coach and have a good cry. Because it's going to happen, Mary. It has happened before and it's going to happen again. 
So instead of just pretending that it's not going to happen this time and that you're going to start and you're going to be running a race for the next seven years and you're going to be super successful on episode 1342, let's just remember that we're going to want to quit and let's agree to what we're going to do right now. You can message me in the DMs and be like, hey, I'm about to be a statistic. Talk me out of it and I'll send you a quick voice now (laughs) because I don't want you to quit. And so I want you to be, I want you to be aware of what's going to happen and and you're going to want to quit and you might take breaks and that's okay. Podcasters take breaks, but don't let a break become a year because that, that has literally happened to me. And I mean, I was on mat leave and had a baby and had postpartum anxiety, blah, blah, blah. But whenever you whenever you need a break, take it and tell your audience, don't just ghost on them. Cause it's just as, just as annoying to us listeners as when you're dating someone and they don't reply. That's what happens when a podcaster just never posts again. And this has happened recently to me. So I'm passionate about it because as a podcaster, you become a part of their week. You become a part of their routine. I love listening to my podcast when I drive my daughter on the days that I drive her. And I look forward to next week's because I love those podcasters so much. And when they just stop posting and don't even tell me why, I'm like, well, thanks for not caring about me. (laughs) Bestie that I listen to every week. Like, why didn't you even tell me you're going? So, and I've done this on my podcast. So I'm just kind of giving you that heads up. If even if you feel like, hey, this is a lot, I'm burnt out, or I'm going to take a break for the for Christmas or whatever it is, just just literally record a five minute podcast and being like, hey, we're going on hiatus for a few weeks. So we'll be back on this day. Is better than ghosting and losing all of that work you put into with launch and everything else. And the last thing I want you to do before we get into the giveaway is I want you, we don't have to do this today. If you're a listener, do it after you're done listening. And if you're on this, do it after after the challenge. Um, but I want you to write a letter to yourself a year from now. And I want you to write as if you started the podcast and how everything went. And I want you to tell yourself how you right now was thinking and how what actually happened. So kind of addressing the imposter syndrome, I felt overwhelmed because of all the technical issues, but it was amazing once I finally figured them out and joined Natalie's program, maybe, and she walked me through every single step, it actually became easy. And I'm now one of the top 10 ranking podcasts. I just got a message from what actually she posted in her stories. Uh, One of our clients who I actually messaged because she was sharing her story on Instagram and I was like, you need a podcast, has now one of the top 10 global ranking podcasts. And it is one of, it's so good. It's called The Confidence in Communication. If you want to hear it, it's amazing. I started Sick and Successful two years ago, and I'm now one of the top five global ranking podcasts. Honestly, is possible. And I've quit before, and I've stopped before, and I've made all the mistakes. So I'm not saying that you can't do that. What I'm saying is give it your all, and it's okay to fail. It's okay to mess up. It's okay to make mistakes. But don't give it a half-assed attempt. Don't just pull out your phone and record and post it on Apple because you're not going to feel like an actual podcaster. You're going to feel like someone who's trying. Make kick-ass cover art and make that something you want to post on your wall and frame because then you're going to want to show everyone. So the more you get excited about it, the you can hear that in my voice, right? The more you get excited about it, the more you are passionate about this podcast, the more you're going to Put that energy off and tell people and tell your friends who are they're gonna then gonna tell other friends, etc. One last thing that just popped into my head is make a business card with the the QR code for your podcast and hand that out everywhere. You can think outside of the box and do different things. If you own a brick and mortar, having that podcast, like having a business card with your podcast there and a QR code would be super cool. Or having that maybe as a post on your Instagram, whatever. There's so many different things you can think outside of the box. 
So that's it for today's episode of the Sick and Successful podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, please make sure you leave a review. That's something I am not good at asking for. If you're on the challenge too, it would be fun if you went and left a review on Spotify or Apple. And thank you for listening. Make sure you join us in the Facebook group. Oh, and one last thing. Good thing I didn't forget. Today's homework. So even for you podcast listeners, you can do today's homework. Today's homework is super simple. Everyone can do this in one minute after we get off the call. I want you to post on social media. You're working on a special project. And what do people think that is? That's it. And then you can tell me when you've done it in our in our homework on the Facebook group. And the, the gift for this one is worth $1,997. And it is a scholarship to Ready, Set, Record, which is a six-week program. You guys will get a bunch of bonuses, et cetera, when it launches tomorrow. But just so you know what you're getting if you win, it's a six-week program that's very intensive. So from day one to day six, you will start with an idea and you will end with a fully launched or ready to launch podcast with all your episodes, with all your editing. It's not recordings. It's live with me and live with my editor every single step of the way. You will also have partners that you work with, that you meet with. You'll have pods. It's going to be very close and very focused on you. Like it's a small, intimate community and your podcast will get done at broadcasting standards. The audio quality will be broadcasting standards. The the cover art will be edited by me and made sure that it is up to marketing professional standards. You will have a podcast that can be top five, top 10 ranking at, I believe, a really affordable price. Plus there's more good things to come. But all you have to do is post that you have a surprise coming, a project you're working on and ask people what they think it is to be entered to win and just make sure you post in our Facebook group.